This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred seven pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Good evening, and welcome to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. It's the first Andrea K Show of twenty sixteen, babies. And I, as you can tell, I am fired up. I am so fired up about another year here doing the Andrea K Show. I'm fired up about being here at KCBQ AM 1170. Love these guys here. This is my last year I was at Aster the first part of the year and then transitioned here to KCBQ. So this is my first official full year at KCBQ and I'm glad to be here and share this time with everybody here, including Noah sitting in today. What's up, Andrea? Oh, a whole lot's up. Glad you asked. Yeah. We got lots we're going to be talking about this hour because you know who else is fired up, Noah? Who's fired up? President Obama. Oh, as well he should be. Is he going to do something this time? Oh, yeah. In fact, we're going to talk a little bit about what his plans are to do something because he's got a window. He's excited about 2016 because it's his last year to complete the transformation on America. And we're going to talk about some really key things that are part of 2016 and a part of that ultimate transformation. So lots of different ways to be a part of the Andrea K. Show. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Uh, friend me on Facebook. Like my fan page. You know, I really think they need to come up. I need to talk to Dayani, media concierge here, and see if she can come up with it and, and help Facebook come up with a different name for that. Because it just see, I hate telling people like my fan page. They should call it something else, shouldn't they, Noah? Seems a little bit uh, arrogant. You need to like my fan page. I know. So Zuckerberg, if you're listening to the Andrew K Show, do something. Otherwise, I'm going to have to sick Dayani on you. Oh, and you uh, don't you don't want that. She's tough. <laughs> she is ex Navy, is isn't she? Mm-hmm. What's that? A Marine Corps. Oh, my gosh, girl. We're practically related. You know, I'm the daughter of two Marines. How did I get that wrong? Well, you know what? We're going to get everything else right this show. Uh, We're going to be talking about Obama's 2016 plans. We're also going to... Everybody's talking today about a couple of things. Uh, The big stories today have been uh, Obama's plans for gun control. We're going to talk about that. Also, um, big story today is economics. We cannot forget economics. Everything that's happened, of course, you know that I've been... warrior and an advocate in the war on terror and trying to do everything I can to, you know, be Paul Revere and keep everybody focused on the threat that we face. But it's going to come down in 2016, the presidential election on two things. Yes, the war on terror, which includes the open borders and the immigration situation that we face, but it's also going to be about economics. Usually I save that for Tuesday's show. We're going to start getting into that on Monday shows as well, because the American people People haven't forgotten about it. it when yes, we got to keep our eye on the ball, and 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 when it relates to gun control, the American people understand we got to be careful about protecting ourselves and own and be accountable for our own personal safety as much as we can. But every American right now going into 2016, you know, we're thinking about how we're going to pay that light bill. We're thinking about how if we want to buy a home, we're thinking so many families are struggling. They're coming off of seven years of the Obama and liberalism pregnant uh, pregnancy, not pregnancy, presidency. And people are struggling. People are struggling to pay the light bill. People are struggling to feed their kids. They don't know how in the world they're going to put their kids through college. So we got to get into some economics. And what happened today? Economics, the Dow opened at about a 400-point drop. Really, really scary. So I went on Facebook today, and I talked about my excitement and how fired I, I, up I was to go into 2016. And my great, one of my great Facebook friends says, you know what? I, I'm excited personally and professionally, but I'm not excited for the nation. You know what? I am. And in fact, I'm even loving all of the disagreement that's going on right now in the Republican Party as people are hashing out between the different candidates. And we're going to talk a, bit, a little bit about that today in terms of big debate, Trump, Cruz, and Rubio. Those really, it seems to really be a three-person race. And the key issues... For all three of them are what? Economics and the war on terror. Gun control. We've been saying on the Andrea K. Show, liberalism is, is about control. Every aspect, every policy. If it's coming from the left, it's about control. It's never about what they say it's about. 
Obamacare. We're going to talk about Obamacare today. What did the the majority of the American people give? Why did they give a majority of the Republican Party in 2014 open borders and Obamacare? Obamacare was about control. It was never about access to health care. Gun control is not about anybody's safety. It's about control over Americans. So President Obama, in his, you know, I I don't know if he was already back from his $70 trillion, whatever it cost of the taxpayers trip to to Hawaii. The man grew up in Hawaii. I've said this before. What in the world is he doing staying at a resort and costing the taxpayers so much money? It's ridiculous. So he does his weekly address a day earlier than usual in which he said that he is coming back to the mainland with one priority in mind to kick off 2016. And it's a gun grab. Make no mistake about it. Of course, he's, he's expressing it. In the same way that liberals have been, I'm not even going to say the H word, but we all know in pre-World War II Germany that this was exactly the game plan that was perpetrated on the German people. It was to hide behind children and the safety of children as an excuse and manipulation to go after people's guns. So he says, he says in his address, a few months ago, I directed my team at the White House to look into new actions I can take to help reduce gun violence. And on Monday, I'll meet with our Attorney General, Loretta Lynch, to discuss our options. Not meet with Congress. Not meet with House Speaker Ryan. No, he's going to go to Loretta Lynch. He went on to say that I get letters from responsible gun owners who grieve with us every time these tragedies happen. He goes on to, to say about how it's about keeping an irresponsible, dangerous few from inflicting harm on a massive scale. Oh, no, it's not. Because we already know we, we don't need to go continue to talk about the reality of gun laws in cities like Chicago and how many people Ill- illegally obtain guns. Gun control is about control, gaining control over lawful citizens. It's not about reducing violence. <clears throat> He went on to say that if I can just keep one child from getting murdered, if we can just save one life, that's his goal. And the first thing I thought of was, you are such a liar. Is there anybody out there who believes that? Because this same man who's talking about making it impossible as much as he can to keep law-abiding Americans from buying a gun is the same guy who's importing hundreds of thousands of Muslims from all around the world with no ability to vet them, coming from places like Pakistan, like the very woman in San Bernardino who came here, had been educated in a madrasa, was brought here under a fiancé visa with the intention of doing exactly what she did, and he wants more of that. We still have the waiver, the visa waiver program going on. 38 countries, people can even come here without even a passport. So he does not want to, to, to keep any lives. This isn't about protecting anybody, keeping anybody from losing their lives. This is the same man who intentionally pulled Philip Haney off of investigations that might have saved the lives of those in San Bernardino. Americans, wake up. If there's any Democrats out there who are listening to me, who, who have believed up until now, that the left actually cares about saving lives or that the left actually cares about getting people access to medical care, The evidence is now irrefutable. This is about what it's always about. It's about gaining control over law-abiding citizens because that's the only way that they can get their tyranny over. That's how he can complete the transformation. Why didn't he, if he cared so much about saving lives, how come he hasn't gone to Lynch? He says, oh, Congress won't give me what I want. Well, where does it say in the Constitution that if Congress isn't giving a president what he wants, that that president gets to go around Congress and implement it visa via executive order. And how come if he feels so strongly about saving American lives that he's got to go to Loretta Lynch and trample the constitution and go around Congress, why isn't he going to Loretta Lynch and calling for her to investigate mosques instead of pulling investigators off? This is a man who is actively impeding investigations. I thought that was against the law to impede an investigation, a criminal investigation. It's exactly what he's done. There needs to be a criminal investigation against President Obama. We need a special prosecutor. I have not heard. So many people are saying that Trump's their guy because they believe that Trump is the one who's actually going to hold President Obama and Hillary Clinton accountable for their crimes and what they've done. That hasn't been mentioned yet. But what we do know 
is and and I, I I'm going to talk about the immigration thing coming up in the show. I'm disturbed by a new report that's come out. Did you guys know? Dayani may know this. She's still has ties to military, former Marine. Sorry, Dayani, for accusing you of being former Navy. Not that there's anything wrong with Navy. But did you know that Holloman Air Force Base is going to now this month be housing 400 illegal children? Since when did our military become uh, that be their role in the world? So we're going to talk about that. One thing that I absolutely believe about Trump is that I believe that he gets it. I believe that he really understands what the real issues are that we face. And I'm glad he's in the race. I believe that Cruz and Rubio know it as well. I'm excited, for, but, but what I don't necessarily know and, and trust is, is whether or not they're the right guys who are prepared to do. I don't know that necessarily about Trump either. That's the, why I guess I haven't really officially endorsed anybody. But those are the three. And I'm going to spend some time in the upcoming shows really trying to get inside None of us have a crystal ball. None of us know whether or not what we're being told today by specific candidates is something that we can trust going forward. But we've we've trusted people in the past who've let us down. 2016 for me, as I go forward and evaluate Trump and Cruz and Rubio, it's going to be me individually doing my own due diligence, investigating these candidates. I'm going to be doing in the upcoming weeks more investigations on Rubio's past and where he stood on policy issues specific to immigration because there's a lot of confusion out there and I'm going to do the same thing with Cruz and I'm also going to be investigating I've seen some great articles and and, 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 and it won't be this week because I really really want to do my own personal and Andrea K show due diligence to really investigate as much as possible about these candidates because as excited and fired up as I am about 2016 I also understand we got to get it right this time we said 2012 was an incredibly important election. It was. And we got to get it right because 2016 is now or never. And you know what? It's now or never with the Andrea K Show. Don't change that dial because when we come back, we're going to talk to Michelle Sealer Tucker. She's a business expert out of my hometown, New Orleans. And we're going to get into some economic news because the Dow opened at four, down 400 points today. A lot of economic news to get inside of today. And this is the Andrea K Show on AM 1170 KCBQ. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. Want to start living better, longer? LaVita Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Miramar Kitchen Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. You're listening to the Andrea K Show on AM 1170, no The Answer. When she's gone. It's not warm when she's away. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Thank you, Noah, for playing. Ooh, that's one of my favorite songs. Little Bill Withers. But you know what? I should have I should have told Noah before I sat down today, though, that with my next guest that's coming on, I should have maybe pulled a little Neville Brothers, something maybe from the Radiators, because I got a gal calling in today from for the Andrea K Show from New Orleans. Louisiana, my hometown. So excited. This is her first time to be on, on the Andrea K Show, and I'm glad to have her on today because there's a lot of economic news happening today. And we cannot, I know that economic news 
and numbers and business. We've got a lot of business listeners here on AM 1170 KCBQ, obviously, but there's also a lot of people out there that don't really understand economics. They don't understand business. They don't understand finance. It's not, re- it's not really as sexy as talking about terrorism, you know, which is like watching a Homeland episode. But we got to talk about this stuff because this is the hand in hand, like I said before the break. Two issues are going to lead people to who they vote for in 2016. One is the war on terror and keeping in our nation's security. The other is economics. And today, so many people are busy, first day back in school for their kids, people back in business. Some people may not be aware, but the Dow opened 400 points down today. A lot of reasons for that. And, and, I, I, and it does get to where even somebody who studied business like myself, you can feel it, make you feel like you want to jab yourself in the eyeball getting into the weeds of it. But I want to read you a quote before we talk to Michelle. And and this is from Ryan Larson, who's the head of equity trading at RBC Global. He says, it's not surprising to see such a sell-off considering negative headlines from China and tensions between Iran and Saudi Arabia. He says, what is surprising is that it's happening on the first day of the year. And Ryan Larson goes on to say that uh, we're likely to see this kind of volatility a lot in 2016. I guess the good news for those of us who want um, limited government, we want fewer regulations on businesses. Maybe having some volatility in the market is going to lead people to vote in a way that I think is best for our economy, but I'm not the expert. Michelle Seeler-Tucker is. Hey, Michelle, welcome to the Andrea K. Show. Thank you, Andrea. It's a pleasure to be here. Hey, um, before I get into the economic news, I'm curious. Are you are you like longtime Nola gal? Are you from there originally, or somewhere else? Who just? You know, I was. I'm from California originally, born in California, raised in Texas, but I've been in New Orleans for about 18 years, so I'm somewhat of a native. Yeah, it sounds like it. You sound like my bestie's mother, who's who grew up on the West Bank. So um, I'm on the West Bank, actually. Oh, you are. Okay, I recognize that <laughs> accent. Term, which is a good part of the West Bank. <laughs> Go out and eat some. Is on Magazine Street, Andrea. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Oh, girl. Right in the Garden District. Oh, my gosh. I spent half half my life on Magazine and in the Garden District and doing all kinds of naughty things at three in the morning at Tipitina's. But anyway. Naughty things. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) My other favorite place is San Diego. So you and I have both of the best places covered with New Orleans and San Diego. Absolutely. Hey, um, what was your reaction when you heard that the Dow opened below 400? A lot of people, I mean, it was top of the drudge today, big red letters. You know, is this just the market correcting itself or is it like this guy Ryan Larson said, and this is, we're looking to a volatile 2016. Well, I think you're going to see a lot of ups and downs. And like you said earlier on your show, nobody has a crystal ball. I wish we all did. Uh, but I think you're going to see a lot of ups and downs. But I still think that we're going to have some good growth in 2016, mm. just like we did in 2015. I mean, 2015 was a record year. I mean, in, in deals alone, there were over $4.6 trillion of deals in, um, in M&A transactions. And that's what I do is M&A. Okay. What do you see in terms of, and I'm glad to hear that because, you know, I'd like to, you know, so many people are concerned and they really aren't optimistic about things economically. Um, What do you see, you know, I I haven't even had a chance to sift through more than 2,000 regulations were imposed on businesses in the last couple of years. Many more coming down the road. 81,000 pages of regulations. 81,000. Okay. 81,000 since 2008. What are the main ones that you think that Americans need to know about that are a problem? And, do, and are you optimistic that a lot of promises are being made by, by a lot of presidential candidates? I haven't heard Hillary Clinton talk about regulations. I've heard her talk about, you know, the fact that, you know, businesses don't create jobs. The government does. Um, but, <laughs> yeah, funny, right? Uh, yeah. Um, as a business person, what do, you say, what do you say to a Democrat who well, repeats that to you as though that's fact? I say that that's completely wrong and, and just a ludicrous statement because, I mean, there's over 30 million businesses in the United States and small businesses are the backbone of this economy. Mm-hmm. And the issue is when they, when they, you know, enforce so many regulations, you, you have so many small businesses that have to close down because small business owners cannot afford to have attorneys on their team to sit through these regulations like big companies can. Right. So enforcing all these regulations just really hurt um, small businesses, which, again, are the backbone of this economy. And small businesses do create jobs. Right. Oh, yeah. Now, I look at... 
2016 is the year that a lot of the Obamacare rules and regulations are going to start taking effect. They did a really good job when they passed this of, uh, you know, filtering it out, slowly petering out the effects of it. And we're, we're going to start to see this year um, the, uh, let's see here, premiums. Uh, uh, this is some information from Kane TV. He says that um, the penalty for uninsured households is going to go up 40%, 47%. So, um, of course, that's for individuals, not necessarily for businesses. But any business under 50 employees can avoid the Obamacare regulations, correct? And any business over 51, or am I wrong about that? My no, perception. You're correct. you're correct about that. Okay. Under 50 can avoid it. Anything over 50, which, you know what that does, businesses are not growing. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> so why be penalized. Yeah, so why would any business hire, hire a 51st employee? Or, or you've got 51 employees and, you know, you decide, well, maybe I'm going, or 52 employees or however many more than that, and you decide I'm going to put most of them on part-time so that I can avoid some of the regulations. But what I'm told is that 2016 will be the year that Obamacare starts to break the back of small businesses and that was uh, many people theorized that that was the intention all along to try to push people into the government run exchanges what are you hearing you're you're involved in mergers and acquisitions what are you hearing on the street from businesses about the effects of obamacare well you know there's a, a lot of business owners are scared and and for every 10 percent of increase in regulatory cost Five to six percent of small businesses are forced to close down. So this is a huge, huge, huge issue. And the number one thing on every business owner's mind is health care. That's number one. Number two is minimum wages. And then, of course, always on small business owners' minds are taxes. So it's a huge issue. And what, what business owners are doing is they're either forced to hire more part-time people, like you just said, or they're starting other companies where they can start, you know, other companies or, or um, start staffing companies or something like that. So they're not hiring over 50 people or they're going to independent contractors again. Mm-hmm. And, and how many so people? For loopholes, you know, right. small business owners are going to continue to look for loopholes because if they continue to pay all these um, taxes and insurance and every other regulatory cost, then they're going to be out of business. Right. So this, so a lot of uh, in independent people, um, people who are one-person shop, who work from their home, the solution isn't necessarily, you know, there's people today, Michelle, who work from home, they're a one-person business, they... Well, they don't really have a business. They have a job. Oh, yeah, they have a job. But, yeah, but I'm thinking about all the people out there that I know, single moms and stuff, that thought that maybe the solution for them was to not work for somebody else. It's maybe to work from home. And, um, you know, there's – and because job security is not what it once was in corporate America, it used to be where you could start out in the mailroom and work your way up to president like, you know, uh, Carly Fiorina did. There's not so much job security anymore. So, so many people have home-based businesses. So, you know, then it becomes a question of one of the things that we always had when we worked for, I I come from corporate America, was we always had health insurance. It was a given. So now we've got all these people um, who are working from home or or small business owners themselves with fewer than five employees or whatever. And now they're in a situation to where they can't grow their business. They can't afford health insurance for themselves. They can't even now go back into corporate America and be assured that they're going to get health insurance there. So now we supposedly were told we're going to have 40 million people uninsured that we're going to suddenly get on insurance. And now it's as though they ain't getting any insurance from anywhere. And, but if they don't buy insurance now, they got to pay a fine of up to $1,500. It's kind of a mess. It is a mess. It's an absolute mess. And, and business owners are looking for other ways, you know, they're compensating their employees other ways. If they can't afford to put them on insurance and they'll try to give them some type of medical pay, you know, uh, a bonus, maybe a higher hourly wage. I mean, empo- employees are doing what's best for the employees as much as they can and keep their doors open still. Well, that's interesting because I didn't know there were businesses that were actually coming up with other creative ways to maybe compensate for medical costs without having to do it through a formal insurance. You know, so many, you know, Americans are creative and, you know, there may be an underground economy, an underground black market situation that's going to end up happening. And, you know, we'll just have to see how it plays out. What are your predictions for 2016 economically and with business? 
Well, I'm hoping it's going to be as good as 2015 as it was our best year ever. <laughs> now, see, many people would disagree with you on that. Define the best year ever because it looked as though growth was around 2%. So well, of- as far as transactions go, remember I said there were over $4.6 trillion in transactions. So if you're in the M&A world, if you're buying and selling and fixing businesses, it was one of our best years ever. And uh, certainly other M&A advisors probably would agree with me uh, that this was a good year. So we're hoping 2016 will follow in the same path as, two, as 2015, and they're projecting for it to be about a 2.2%, 2.5% growth over 2015. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I mean, you know, again, we don't have a crystal ball, and I'm always um, optimistic, but I'm also you know, not going to spend all my money tomorrow. <laughs> right. There you go. Awesome. Um, so, last question for you. Who are you liking if you're, if you're liking anybody right now who's running I'm for president? I'm liking my good friend. What's that? I'm liking my good friend. Who's your good friend? Donald Trump. Yay! <laughs> now, what do you say, you know, and I haven't endorsed anybody, but uh-huh. I, I'm the kind of person, though, that is a defender of people. So I'm kind of, uh, the more people attack him, kind of it almost makes me defensive of him. But I, I'm liking him because I think that he's genuine. I think he's honest. I kind of like the fact that he's made mistakes. I kind of like the fact that he used to back some Democrats. People are like, oh, we used to back Democrats, and now he's this. I, I don't advocate for party or Paul myself. I advocate for ideas. I think that's why I like him. And I think that anybody, everybody's concerned about national security. That's just as tied to economics as tax policy is. And we need somebody who understands, anybody who can turn his his business into 40-something billion dollars, Michelle, I think knows how to uh, how to you know, turn some things around economically. That's yeah. what I'm about. And that's that's what I agree with. Number one, first and foremost, I don't think we need another career politician. Right. Because if we get another career politician, we're going to have the same old, same old. We need somebody who knows how to run a multi-billion dollar corporation. Mm-hmm. We need somebody who can take something out of bankruptcy and turn it into a billion dollar corporation like he has many mm-hmm. times over. Mm-hmm. And we need a leader. We need a leader. He's a strong leader. Right. He's a strong negotiator. He's a visionary. He's got so many different talents and skill sets, and he knows how to surround himself with good people. Right. Yeah. I'm with you, you know, there. And that's what we need. And we need somebody who's not afraid to call it like it is. We need somebody who's going to um, not be owned by anybody. Nobody owns him. That's right. He's even paying for his own commercials this week that he's running. And by the way, you know what everybody's like saying? I don't know if you saw this, Michelle, but I guess Al-Qaeda or somebody actually used him in one of their recruitment videos. And everybody's saying that that somehow shows that Donald Trump is bad from a national security that's standpoint. That's Hillary Clinton. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know what? I say, I say that... Just only reinforces that he's got them scared because he's the only one willing to speak it. You know yeah. what I mean? And you speak know, truth to it. talking about immigration and all the things we're talking about today if it wasn't for him. He's the one who confronted immigration. He's the one who led the pack. He's the one that's got... You know, he's the one that dominated the media. I mean, this guy's a strategist. You know, everybody says he opens his mouth and makes mistakes. No, he doesn't. No, he he's doesn't. A strategist. He knows everything he's saying and he knows exactly what the repercussions are going to be, and he knows how much media attention he's going to get for it. Absolutely. Everything that comes out of that man's mouth there's a reason for it. Absolutely. And he and he knows the reason far. Uh, he's he's three or four steps ahead before anybody else figures out what the reason is. And one of the things that, that I'm grateful for that he did, you're right. We wouldn't be talking about immigration the way we are if it were not for him. We wouldn't be talking about our, our v, uh, the visa program and bringing uh, Muslims here in the way that we are now if it had not been for his bold statement that we needed to ban Muslims from coming here until the government got their act together. And I'm 100% all for that. Yeah. I I am too. It only makes sense. The woman who shot up at, and killed, you know, shot 35 people in San Bernardino was was imported here from Pakistan. And now he's also um, taking the gloves off and saying, OK, Hillary, you want to accuse me of being anti-woman and sexist? You've now you've now brought up your own past and the past of your husband. who And, and he was right to call Clinton out as one of the worst abusers of women in American history. So, you know, kudos to him for that. That is more truth that he is bringing to the debate and to the narrative and to the dialogue. And nobody else has the guts to do it, Michelle. 
That's why nobody else has the guts. So, I mean, he stands up regardless of the repercussions. I mean, look how much he's, you know, he's lost a tremendous amount of money because of the things that he's stood up for. He doesn't care. No, he doesn't. And that's what we need. That's what we need. All he he cares about is making America great again. That's all he cares about. He's a true leader. Let me tell you something. Not only is he a true leader, he's a great father. I'm friends with his his kids, and he's done a great job at at raising a family, and, and it's done a amazing job, obviously, of raising, uh, of, um, you know, growing these companies and employing thousands of Americans. Right. That's such a good point, too, because, you know, I, I grew up having, being told about, oh, the Camelot and the Kennedy family and this and this on the media. Mm-hmm. In, in my family, we, we were like, what's so great about these people? They're all, you know, l- look at the scandals involving them. That That is supposedly the political family that's our royal family. And they were plagued with all kinds of scandals from alcoholism and beyond. You don't hear any scandals about no. the Trump family and any of his children. None. Not a peep. They're hard workers. They're successful. And, you know, they're they're great individuals from what I can tell. I haven't had the opportunity like you have to get to know them personally. And they're great entrepreneurs. I mean, many of them have started their own businesses. Look at Ivanka Trump. That's, oh, she's she's one of my personal heroes. And she is his secret weapon. And she, he, she I'm hoping she's going to get out more on the campaign trail. And I'm hoping you're going to be back on the Andrea K. Show soon. I've kind of run well past my break here. So I, I got to gotta <laughs> let you go. Thank you so much for coming on here. And, Thanks, and Andrea. go eat something good down there for me today. I will. Come visit me. All right. I will. <laughs> All right. Take good care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. We're going to take a break. we come back. we got to talk about that story that I told you guys about earlier the show. 400 children are going to be housed at an Air Force base. we got to get a handle. Trump is right. we got to get a handle on what we are doing with this immigration crisis here. we got more to talk about on the Andrea K. Show on the other side of the break. Don't change that dial. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Convenient homestyle recipes and unique menu favorites. Sombrero, your place for San Diego-style Mexican food. Roll tacos, California burritos, and don't forget your salsa. Sombrero Mexican food. We get it too. Do you struggle with the day-to-day management of your business? Proteus takes the pain out of the business process management by providing you a complete system for efficiency, automation, continuity. Proteus is business solution that wraps itself around your business and grows with you. Gone are the days of multiple programs and systems for sales, inventory, customer management, and financial reporting. Proteus serves your business every day, all day, and revolutionizes the way you do business. Visit us today to see how Proteus can assist you online at www.proteuserp.com or call today 877-749-3533. Fresh Healthy Vending, the nation's largest healthy vending company, is looking for locations in this area to place its latest innovation. A fresh, healthy micromarket at absolutely no cost to your business. A fresh, healthy micromarket is like a mini health food store for your office break room. Choose from breakfast meals, fresh salads, wraps, hot meals, smoothies, cold-pressed juices, and more, all at a convenient self-checkout kiosk. Now you can offer your employees exactly what they want. All natural, healthy, fresh, and organic foods. Fuel productivity and creativity, decrease absenteeism, and increase morale. Fresh Healthy Vending is offering the first 20 offices that sign up $250 cash and 15% of the net profits each micromarket generates each month. For free information about this exciting and healthy opportunity, visit freshandhealthy.org to request your free machine. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. Ooh, that's another one of my favorite 90s throwback jams. That's a little creep from TLC. Speaking of creeping... You want to hear like some creeping nonsense? We've been talking a lot about creeping Sharia 
here on the Andrea K Show. Um, there's so much creep going on on us in terms of creeping little by little, death by a thousand cuts, inch by inch to take us over from within. President Obama plans to creep along with the ultimate good. Don't make don't misunderstand. He's talking about gun, you know, um, increased background checks for high volume dealers. What does that even mean as opposed to low volume dealers? You know, it, it, you know, it doesn't it, it doesn't even make sense if anybody takes the time. It's a it's a slow creep inch by inch to where they ultimately can take our guns. We've got an inch by inch death by a thousand cuts creeping Sharia situation going on in this country. President, we, before the break, I was talking to Michelle Seeler Tucker out in New Orleans, and we were talking about her buddy Trump and what's in everything that's going on out on the campaign trail. And we were talking about Clinton. And, you know, the left is partnering with those that want to take us over from within and transform us from replace the U.S. Constitution with the Koran. It, 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 they know it. It, it. You know, say a lot about what you want to say about Hillary and Bill Clinton. They are not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. Their plan is to continue on with President Obama and all of his policies, inch by inch, creep by creep, death by a thousand cuts to take us over from within. Clinton went to New Hampshire. And one of the things that he said is, and I was talking earlier, the combination of, of economics and national security. And Clinton said on the campaign trail today, one of our meal tickets as America going forward, will be one of the many people who come here from somewhere else. And he went on to talk about uh, about after the San Bernardino terrorist attack by, um, in part, Muslims that were brought here. He goes on to talk about a Yemeni immigrant. They know exactly what they're doing. And uh, I posted a story on Facebook yesterday about some Muslim women that went into a cafe in Texas. And the headline was, Texans sit by while these women, Muslim women, are victims of hate speech. No, there's no, that is, it's, it's all calculated. It's all orchestrated. It's the creep of takeover from within because it's about power. Liberalism is about power. Gun control, the ultimate goal is confiscation there so that they can have power over us. They know that only 2%, only 2% of guns sold at, at any gun show end up in the hands of illegals. Because you know what? Background checks are done at every gun show. So if those guns end up being used in the course of a crime, it's because those people passed a background check initially and then ended up using that gun in the course of a crime. So when President Obama goes forward this week and talks about loopholes with gun shows and loopholes with gun sales, that's a lie. It's a ruse. There is no loophole that's taking place with anybody who's got a federal firearm license to sell. Background checks are being done at every gun show. Background checks are being done at every retail outlet. The game is to try to then pierce the next level is they don't want anybody like my brother who gave his son a gun on Christmas. They don't want that to take place. They don't want anybody to to uh, give a widow a gun so that she can protect herself now that her spouse is gone. They don't want any private transfer of weapons. They want to make it so you can't do that. And if you are going to do it, you got to go into a retail store and you got to register it and you got to pay a fee. All in attempt and of course, a criminal's not going to do that. The guy who gave the guns to his his peeps in San Bernardino, do you think because a new law had been passed that he would go, oh, gee, I can't do this. I better go into a gun, a gun store and register this. No, this is never about preventing crimes. This is about control over the American people. You're being, it's, it's called softening the mark. That's what this is. It's the con game. They soften the mark inch by inch, creep by creep until they ultimately get our guns from us. And I expect in the upcoming year, I expect, and this came out in the Democrat debate with Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders, they're going to try to find a way to do class action lawsuits against gun manufacturers for any gun that's used in, in the commission of a crime. We can expect that coming. One way or another, their game plan is, is confiscation. Another way of creep and transformation that we've talked about is immigration. They're trying to do to us here what's already happened in Europe, the takeover of Europe through Muslim immigration and family reunification. An article just blew my mind. This may not hit you as much as it did to me, but there's an article. Noah, Muslim refugees can be listed as children if they don't look over 40 in Sweden. 
You're kidding me, right? Yeah. I mean, it's bad enough. See, this is, and this is also a key part of the creep going on with the left is, you know, we've got children. If you're, if you're under 26, you can be on your parents' insurance. It's the infantilizing of a population because that also gives them control. It's a, it's a way to, uh, to expand the dependency class and it's a way to get it over on us. So if that's what they're doing in Europe and, you know, uh, they initially they were going to have some doctors do some type of uh, testing to figure out what somebody's age is. You can look at somebody who's 40 years old. You can look at somebody who's 25 and know that they're not a child. This is absurd. This is liberalism gone amok. We're not allowed to tell what a gender is anymore. Now we're not even allowed to determine age. How convenient. That's for the purpose of doing crap like this, where Breitbart is, is reporting that Department of Homeland Security officials uh, are planning to at Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico, house up to 400 children. Children? Oh, these are the unaccompanied minors? Are these also 40-year-olds? Because we've seen pictures. You know, Obama's telling us we're not supposed to be scared of these, oh, mocking Republicans. Oh, you're so scared of women and orphans. Well, yeah, I am scared of women because look what happened in San Bernardino with this woman who was brought here. But oh, by the way, we've seen pictures of all these people, the flood of Syrian refugees across the border in Europe. Where were the women and children? All I saw was a bunch of 30-year-old looking men. And you know what? I can tell when I see a 30-year-old man whether or not it's a child. This is crap. And this is what's going on. Our U.S. military, now military installations. I spent half my life going to Kiesler Air Force Base with Mama. I, 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 don't, I don't know what the size of Holloman is, but that would have ta- if they had put 400 unaccompanied minors at Kiesler, I don't know. It would have taken up every, every bed in the barracks. I don't even know where they would have put these people. This is what our taxpayers' dollars are going for. And the plan is, according to this article, is that if they can't find a family member here in the U.S., and these are coming from war-torn countries. We're talking about Guatemala, El Salvador. And if they can't be reunited with a family member here, which I would imagine they would have already been, then they're going to go into foster care. And there's no mention in this article of how this is going to be paid for. Where is the Republican Party? Oh, yeah, I know where they are. Paul Ryan just passed how many trillions of dollars or billions of dollars to go to actually help fund this kind of crap with President Obama. That's where the Republican Party is. I'm supposed to be, according to the Trump haters, I'm supposed to be more concerned and more panicked over the conservative creds of Donald Trump and less concerned over Marco Rubio, who said to Jorge Ramos in November uh, in, in talking about these children, these who come here illegally. In this case, he was talking about the Dreamers Act. He says that um, DACA applies to young people that arrived in this country at a very young age before they were adults. And I don't think we can immediately revoke that. See, there's some presidential candidates like Trump and like Cruz have said day one they're going to revoke all the executive orders, including the DREAM Act. He says, I'm not calling for it to be revoked tomorrow or this week or even right away. He says, I think it will end at some point, and I hope it will end because of some reform to the immigration laws. Those of you who are telling me that Rubio's your guy, explain this to me. Because I'm being told that the Gang of Eight bill that he did really wasn't what... I'm thinking it was, that it was really about amnesty for illegals and legalization for anybody who came here. This is who Rubio is. So I'm supposed, and, and I'm supposed to be more concerned about Trump's creds because he backed a Democrat in the past or, or pay, uh, made campaign contributions to, to Democrat politicians who could help him with his projects? And, you know, and I'm not feeling a whole lot better about Cruz either. Like I said at the top of the show, I'm going to be doing some intense investigations and reporting back to you guys on what I think about about him and his wife and their North American alliance uh, allegiance. Cruz said in 2011 that, and I don't have the exact quote, but he talked about the 11 million here and how they need to come out of the shadows. Well, what's that if it's not legalization for 11 million? So, you know what? I'm doubting both of these guys. I'm with Michelle. I'm wanting a true outsider. Now, would I vote for any of them over Hillary? Maybe, but I'm not going to tell the Republican Party that right now because then, then what, what's the point of them ever feeling like they're going to be ever held accountable for anything that they do in Washington if they know they can count on our vote? We're going to take a break and we come back. We're going to talk about a little bit more. In fact, I'm going to have a little fun and I'm going to talk about the NFL, but I can't talk to Noah about it. Because, no, you don't know nothing about the NFL, do nothing, you? Nothing, nothing. No. I know the Chargers are leaving San Diego, most likely. That's what I know. Which, would, to me, was kind of a big non-story in 2015, because after the way they lost to Denver yesterday, I mean, does anybody really care? Not many. I don't know. So, but don't change that dial, because we got that to talk about, and a little bit more, right here on the Andrea K. Show, so don't change that dial.
sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Want to start living better, longer? La Vida Compounding Pharmacy can help. Proudly improving the lives of over 10,000 patients, preparing personalized medications with the highest care, quality, and safety. Voted Union Tribune's best local pharmacy, LaVita specializes in bioidentical hormones, prescription skin care, transdermal pain creams, and more. Let us help you find the path to living better, longer. Visit us at LaVitaRx.com or call 866-507-1990. I'm Nicole Donnelly, and for over 20 years, I've owned and managed Miramar Kitchen and Bath with one goal in mind, to offer great service and great value. Just listen to what our customers are saying. Service was excellent. Easy process, start to finish. We are really happy with our new bathroom. We've already talked to them about redoing our kitchen. They have our complete trust. Call Miramar Kitchen and Bath, 858-271-8434, or visit my showroom, just one half block off Miramar Road on Commerce Avenue. Contractors license 657 Miramar Kitchen you're listening to the Andrea K show on AM 1170 the answer hey, yeah, I want to shoot baby shoot. Oh, yeah, the bow-legged one? Yeah. Is that what you play in Noah? <laughs> Welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. I'm so excited. I told you all at the top of the show, I'm fired up for 2016. I'm so excited to be looking forward to a new year, and it's just going to be a great year. I just feel it. I just feel so positive about it, and I'm actually feeling really good about who we've got for 2016, and um, I think it's because... One way or the other, it's going to all work out in the end. You know I'm a person of great faith, and I'm a person who's optimistic, and I also understand that I'm not ultimately in control. So I'm just going to do my thing, and uh, we're going to have a great year. What I'm not going to have so great of a year in 2016 on is my NFL teams. Now, a funny meme was going out. Y'all know that I'm a lover of two teams. First of all, my first love goes to the New Orleans Saints. If they never win another football game ever again, I can I can be happy because you know what? When they won the Super Bowl in 2009, it was a highlight of my life. I've been saying my entire life, all I ever cared about is that they just make it to the Super Bowl. Just make it there. I don't care if y'all walk, march up and down the field tossing out Mardi Gras beads. Just make it to the Super Bowl once before I died so I can die happy. But that does not mean that I am happy that they at least didn't make it to the playoffs. So I kind of buried my head in the sand with the season. Um, a, a few weeks ago, particularly since the Chargers weren't even going to make it to the playoffs here either. So I had to call in an expert today here at AM 1170, not Noah, because he don't know, he don't follow anything but baseball. He's worthless to me with the NFL. But Paul, yeah, he's putting the pressure on me. You know everything that's happening. Like last night was the last um, week was, for regulation. Yeah. So who is playing who in the playoffs? AFC. Start with the AFC because we're Chargers are AFC. All right, we'll start with the AFC. Uh, so wild card weekend coming up this uh, weekend. It's going to be Saturday and Sunday. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird what they're doing with the, with the playoffs. You're actually kind of like it having the AFC on one day, the NFC on the second day. But the first day, Saturday, is going to be the AFC playoffs, the wild card round. Okay. You have the Kansas City Chiefs uh, going to the Houston Texans. The Texans made the playoffs. They actually won the AFC South. Did, okay. Yeah, so they're actually hosting a playoff game, which, you know, early in the season, I wouldn't <laughs> wasn't expecting that. And then when the Chiefs started out 1-5, and five, wasn't even expecting them to make the playoffs. But they're on a 10-game winning streak. They are, without uh-huh. a doubt, the hottest team in the NFL right now. Are they really? Or is it really just a, a factor of a one-eyed, in, in a valley of blind men, a one-eyed man can be king? N- no, they've actually played really well, especially uh-huh. defensively. Alex Smith is doing very similar to okay. what Brad Johnson did when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers won the Super Bowl, okay. or what Trent Dilfer did when the uh, Baltimore <gasps> oh, Ravens won the Super Bowl. May we have a moment of silence for Dilfer. Yeah. Those of you who know me well know that... I've had I've had as, as a crush on Dill for almost as long as I've had a crush on BB. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Uh, so he's Alex Smith is is basically filling that role. He's a quarterback. He's not going to win you games, but he's not going to cost you, and he's going to get you points when. So you So he's need more to. of a game manager. Absolutely, yeah. and you know what? That's not a bad thing. No, if it's not. If the rest of your team is playing well, if you have a game manager at quarterback, you can be very dangerous in the playoffs. True. Uh, and then also on Saturday night in the AFC, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, who snuck in by virtue Jack. of the new of the New York Jets choking Jack. at the end. Yeah, um, yeah. They're going to Cincinnati. 
And that's going to be a tough game. Go Bengals. Absolutely. That's all I have to say. Go Bengals. Exactly. I cannot stand them Steelers. I, I'm hoping Andy Dalton comes back. But you know what? If, if they don't, you have a good SEC quarterback and A.J. McCarron filling in for the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, if, um, if Bill Clinton had a son, he would look like Ben Roethlisberger. Okay, exactly. really. You get my point? And then uh, I'm not going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> we'll just move on to the NFC playoffs Please. on Saturday. Okay. Uh, Green Bay Packers uh, ended up losing the NFC. It was theirs to lose. They lost at home to the Minnesota Vikings last night. Yeah, and it was ugly, too. Yeah, well, it was not a good game. Uh, but, you know, credit to the Vikings. It <laughs> right. was there for the taking, That's and they true. took it. They did. So the Packers, as a result, have to go on the road to the Washington Redskins. And that's a toss-up. I, I, yeah. I, I will flip a coin on that game. I have no right. clue who's going to win that game. And that's a shame that you're flipping a coin over Green Bay. Exactly. And Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I how did it get to that point? I don't know because early on, especially when they played the Chargers, I'm like, okay, this team is a Super right. Bowl contender. They they have really faded the last couple weeks. They've, Although, kind, of, right. they've kind of done the opposite of what the Kansas City Chiefs have done, where they came on right. super strong. The, mm-hmm. the, the Green Bay Packers just week after week continue to fade. Uh, and then the other Sunday, Saturday night game is the Seattle Seahawks at the Minnesota uh, Vikings. Another toss-up game. Seattle's playing well. Minnesota, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. they they playing right. kind of a weak division. So I'll have to wait and see on that one. And then the two uh, team, the teams that have the first round buys, uh, Arizona, they could have gotten the, the home field advantage, but they ended up losing yesterday. Uh, so it's um, going to be the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers. You have the first round seeds. Who saw that team coming out this year like they did? Who? Nothing like that. No, I, yeah. I knew they would be good. I didn't think they would be. You know, they were almost, field unde- un- almost undefeated. They lost what one game. And you know what? Honestly, that could be the best thing that happened to them. Yeah. Because I remember, yeah. I remember in 2006 when the Chargers right. went 14 and two. They and week 15, uh, their 15th game of the season. So week 16, they had a chance to. They, they almost lost to the uh, Seattle Seahawks, but they ended up winning in the last 30 seconds. And I think that was the worst thing they could happen. And then the 13 and three, they still would have the number one seed. And uh, they didn't get it. Yeah, and we should have kept Marty. We should have kept Schottenheimer after that. Oh, too. That, that's a whole don't even get right me there. started. Yeah, we don't have time uh, to get into that. And then Denver that, and New England snuck in as the, the one and two seeds. Uh, Denver which was so weird. Denver, if they lost yesterday, they would have gone from the number one seed with home field advantage throughout the playoffs all the way down to number five and having to play on the road last, next week. Dang it, Chargers! Yeah. So, uh, so Denver's going to be playing at home. Uh, New England's going to be playing at home the following week. Um, and New England, wow. Injuries just bit them like like a snake. Like I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not sold on New England Patriots. I know they're defending champions. Yeah, he's they sold still, on they, them either. They still have Tom Brady. They have a, still have a pretty yeah. good, but not great, typical yeah. New England Patriots defense. Yeah, and you know what? If you're if you're going to be playing them at any point going forward, make sure you got some cameras in the locker room because I don't trust them. Yeah, with with the, you know they're going to do anything they can to um, win. And they look so. they look. As for a number two seed, they look incredibly mediocre against the Miami Dolphins. I know right. it's on the road, but the Dolphins right. are not a great team. No, they're not. Well, thank you for bringing me the the boots on the ground and the sports reportage. I had two Paul, more page of notes. I could have well, kept going. Sorry. Well, we're out of out of time here. Next week, next right. week you will be reporting back on the playoff games, and uh, we got more Andrea K show tomorrow coming up. We're going to continue to talk about the hot topics, whatever's going on. Um, I'll be updating on the immigration situation. We're going to have new poll numbers for the GOP race tomorrow. We're going to talk about that. Speaking of uh, um, sports, though, I got to wrap on this. Carly Fiorina, that was a huge fumble you made with that tweet. Politicians need to to stick to what you know. Okay, girl. But we're going to talk more about the Republican race tomorrow and everything else happening out there. And I hope you all have a great rest of your night. Thanks so much for being here. The Andrea K. Show is every Monday and Tuesday night at 8 p.m. right here. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Friend me on Facebook. And I love you all. Here's to 20 This program on AM 1170, The Answer, is sponsored by Allied Media Group.